Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Welcome to episode three. In this episode, we're going to talk about how journaling has helped save my mindset and it can help save yours as well. So the first segment of every podcast is going to be me reading the quote from my Doing Well Daily Journal that I will be talking about in this podcast today. So let's see what the quote had to say. Stay true to your voice. Straight, simple, and amazing. You need to stay true to your voice. What happens to us as humans is we always try and fit into into society. And the reason we do that is because oftentimes when people are different or are diverge from the norm, they are outcasts. They're seen as odd or not fitting in or have unrealistic goals, so on and so forth. So we often, unfortunately, lose our voice as we grow up. When we're young, we're told to be yourself and follow all of your dreams. But then as we grow up more and more, we're told to, no, be realistic. No, you need to fit in. You can't be too outlandish or you won't be hired. But why? Our society is always like, be an individual. Be who you want to be. But then when we do, it mocks us, right? So what's really important with this quote and what I'm taking away from it is you do need to stay true to your voice, straight away from what the society tells you to do. You need to share your voice. Again, we all have a purpose in this world. We all have a service in this world. And if we don't stay true to that purpose and that voice, then we are doing a disservice to our community and to the universe. So again, it's your life. Stay true to it. Don't let the opinions of others block what you have to say. Stay true and keep on going. All right, moving on to the next segment of the podcast is usually when I'm going to read one of my blogs on medium.com or vocal.media.com that relates to the topic of the podcast. And since today we are talking about journaling, I am going to read um, my blog, Using a Journal to Express Myself 101. Here we go. As readers and writers, we find peace with words. Reading brings us calmness and writing inspires creativity. As humans, we experience a vast amount of emotions each day. At some points, it could become overwhelming and hard to express vocally. Some thoughts and emotions contain so much vulnerability, we do not even know how to say them out loud. And we know, I'm a Gemini. I love to talk. I can ramble about anything for at least 15 minutes. 
the minute you want me to talk about my feelings and be vulnerable, I become so silent. It's not very comfortable for me. My friends say that I have two emotions, either really happy or really angry, and there's no in between. And I've noticed that too. The reason for that is any other emotion that shows vulnerability and opening up to people literally terrifies me. Why, you may ask? This space of vulnerability piques my anxiety. If I open up and show my true colors, people may think I'm too much. Or I open up to people and become close, comfortable, and safe, and then they leave. That risk was always too much for me to even bear. When I would feel the wave of intense anxiety fill my body, I would become very quiet or go somewhere to be by myself to take on this emotion on my own. I believed no one would understand my thoughts, so I kept them to myself. The issue here is that I would bottle up all these emotions and explode. See, either I'm really happy or I'm really angry, there's no in between. I realized that this may not be the most healthiest way to express myself and I needed to find another outlet. So, I would like to thank Julianne Huff and Rachel Hollis, who opened up my eyes to opening and writing my emotions in a journal. And I will never look back. Julianne Huff, you may know her from Dancing with the Stars. On her Instagram stories, she would show her morning pages challenge, where she would journal every morning about what she was grateful for every day and what her intentions were for that day. I thought, maybe I should give this a try. I've always loved to write, so maybe I can start writing about my feelings. I bought a cute journal and began writing in it about every morning. Then, Rachel Hollis took it another step further. She created a structured journal with sentence starters to guide my thoughts. It was called the Start Today Journal. The Enneagram 6 in me who loves structure fell in love with this method of writing my thoughts. This journal had me write five things that I'm grateful for, plan out my day hour by hour, write down big events for the day, and have a word as a theme of the day. I enjoyed writing in both methods, so I did both. Here is how I expressed my feelings in a journal 101. Step number one. You can either have one journal for every feeling or multiple journals that serve different expressions. For example, I have a regular journal that I use on the weekends to go over my thoughts for the week, and then I have Rachel Hollis's Start Today journal for the weekdays because I'm in work mode and I need that type of journal. When should I journal, you ask? I usually journal in the morning to set my mind clear and focused to start the day. I'm also a morning person and get up early, and so I have time to write in my journal. Or... You can write at night to collect your thoughts after the day has ended and kind of set goals for the next day and have a little bit of a reflection. You have to set time away to journal. This makes it a habit. You can do it daily or weekly, whatever works best for you. Step three, how long should I journal for? I usually journal for about 10 to 20 minutes. It could be faster or slower than that, but that time frame works best for me. And by that time, I've released all my emotions and goals onto the page. What should I write about, you may be wondering. You can truly write about anything. It's your journal. If you need some guidance, here are a few ideas if you're not writing in a structured journal. You can write three things you're grateful for. One event that happened that day or that week that changed your mindset. A funny moment with your friends or family or at work. Work through an emotion. What do you fear? What made you anxious? 
What made you angry? How could you respond to this emotion? Write a fake letter to someone who made you angry. And then you can just release all the tension and not send it to them. Maybe even rip it up. Write about a moment that you were proud of yourself that day or that week. You can also write about where do you see yourself in the next year? What are your long and short-term goals? Write a real apology letter if you want. Send it to that person you apologize to. I do this honestly all the time with my boyfriend because I can't verbally express you know, my emotions after a conflict. So I usually write an apology letter in a journal and then I take a picture of it and then I send it to him. Write down your intentions for the day or the week. What do you want to accomplish? You can write a love letter to yourself expressing why you love yourself and your best qualities. And the last kind of um, prompt that I usually use is reanalyze an argument or discussion and express how it made you feel and how you can communicate better with that person. Where should you journal, you may be thinking. Anywhere you want. You can journal in the bedroom, the kitchen, the backyard, the beach, a park, a train, wherever you feel the most calm. I usually journal in my kitchen um, or my bedroom, sometimes even in my classroom or my backyard if the weather's nice. My kitchen has this cute little island where I do all my work. I usually listen to calming music, or if I'm outside, I listen to nature that also has a calming effect. And also a top playlist on Spotify that I use is Country Coffee House, my go-to jam. Now that list can truly go on forever. These are just a few topics that I write about in my journals that help me navigate through my emotions. Since writing in a journal, I've found a safe outlet to express myself and I feel more in control of my anxiety. I can express myself freely and write out any emotions I'm feeling. I become more self-aware of my actions and how I can improve on my reactions. I have become more mindful of my life instead of just going through the motions. After my journal session, I feel like I can take on the world. I can shake off everything as I write. My sorrows disappear and my courage is reborn. And Frank. Before I go over all of the journals um, and planners that I use in this episode, I want to let you guys know that all of these planners and journals, this is unsponsored. This is all the things that I like to enjoy. So there's not a sponsorship involved. These are just products that I actually use. And I hope it helps you guys too. Again, I hope you guys really enjoyed um, that blog blurb that I gave to you guys. Um, again, that was when I first started writing my blogs on medium.com and vocal.medium.com. Both links can be found in my Instagram bio, and my Instagram is at the growth mindset gal if you want to follow. Also, if you ever have any questions or insights on this podcast, you can either um, follow me on Instagram and DM me at the growth mindset gal, or I also have an email which is thegrowthmindsetgal at gmail.com. So I want to kind of elaborate real quick on the blog that I just wrote to you. So I wrote that blog um, in 2020 around like July, give or take. And now here we are in February of 2021. So I kind of want to give more insight on um, that blog post. So the reason I started um, writing in a journal and it completely changed how I could, you know, connect and also control my emotions. 
my anxiety starting in the year 2019 my anxiety just became very very overwhelming a little too overwhelming that my coping skills could not keep up with so i became very um isolated and irritated and i wanted to be alone i didn't want to be near anyone and so i didn't know how to express my anxiety i felt that no one would understand me no one would connect with my thoughts and that you know they would just tell me oh stop worrying don't tell someone with anxiety to stop worrying don't do it so when i saw um julianne huff on her instagram um she started doing this morning pages challenge and then i saw all her followers also writing in journals for this morning pages challenge um at the start of 2019 i was like you know what maybe I should give this a shot. I'm not comfortable yet with talking about my anxiety to other people. Maybe I should give journaling a go to, you know, release any emotions that I am feeling. So what I would do is when I first started to journal, I would have a blank journal. I didn't, I didn't have any prompts or anything like that. And I would journal on the weekends in the morning. I'm a morning person. I always wake up. My body <laughs> doesn't let me sleep past 7.30. So... And every morning I would wake up and I would go down to my kitchen island. I'd make my coffee with my Keurig. And then I would sit down and I would play Country Coffee House on Spotify. And I would journal for about, you know, 10 to 20 minutes. And I would kind of give a reflection um, on the week and kind of set my goals for next week. And it felt so good to do that. No one was up yet. Um, my parents were all asleep. So I would be down there by myself and just kind of in my zone, in my space. And I would just write out how I was feeling. And I would literally feel the tension and anxiety be released from my body as I was writing. And it was able to help me keep track also of my emotions and realize, okay, that reaction probably was not the healthiest. How can I grow from this? How can I improve from this emotional outburst? Because something I need to improve on, hey, growth mindset, is I am such a reactor. My Lanta. I am such, I have a reaction to everything. And sometimes the reactions are really positive because I'm really excited for people. But the other reactions, um, I don't really think. I kind of very impulsive with my emotions. And so if I'm mad, I'll let you know right away that that was bad. How dare you say that? How dare you do this to me? And then after I would cool down, I'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have reacted like that. But I think that's just like my anxiety fight or flight sort of deal, where if I feel threatened in any sort of way, or I feel annoyed or irritated or frustrated, I react. And I think, you know, even if someone does like something really small, I have a big reaction because I want to make sure they never do that small thing again to me. And I realized that's not the best way to handle things. But I found that out. I became more self-aware of my actions and my reactions and my emotions through journaling. And I would journal and then I would take a picture of it. And I would also put the morning pages, you know, challenge on my Instagram stories. And I felt a part of a community um, when I did that. I like sharing um, my diary entries or my journal entries with everyone. And I got a lot of good feedback like this. The habit that you always have every morning is really inspiring for me. Maybe I want to journal. And it felt good to just have an outlet where, you know, I still, again, wasn't okay with verbalizing my anxiety and that's going to happen down the road and I will eventually go to therapy. I've been in therapy for a year now, but 
journaling was my therapy before I went to therapy. And it really saved my mindset and it can save yours as well. So I want to go over a couple of the journals and planners that I use that really have helped me and hopefully they can help you as well. All of the journals I talk about and planners I talk about, I'm going to link in the show notes. So planner slash journal number one that I love. I've already talked about that. It is called the Doing Well Daily Journal um, by Sydney. Um, I'm going to put her website in the show notes, but you can uh, find also her product at Doing Well Daily um, on Instagram. I love this planner. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. The reason for it is because it is so simple. Very, very simple. So when you turn onto a page, um, you write the day, is it Monday through Friday? And you put the date. I also like how she lets you write the day because sometimes, you know, you might not use the planner every single day. So if there's the name of the day that you're supposed to journal and you kind of don't get to, you kind of feel bad about it. So I like that she doesn't have that there. So you just write in the day that you want. You have the date. And then she has a section called gratitude. So you write three things that you are grateful for. So today in the Doing Well Daily Journal, I wrote, I'm grateful for my ability to learn. I'm grateful that it is Friday. I am recording this on Friday for our Mindful Monday. And I'm grateful for reading. I love reading before I go to bed and it helps me calm down before I go. So I really enjoy my love for reading. Then she has um, a section called words to live by. So this could be a quote that you love, or it can maybe even be an encouraging comment to yourself. And so what I wrote today was make it through today. (laughs) I did. I made it. I'm here. Um, It is Friday. Uh, It is still remote learning and it's, I'm still taking it day by day. So this morning when I woke up (laughs) and I was writing in my journal at 730 in the morning, I was like, Allie, make it through the day. That's what I got to do. And I did. Here I am. And I read her quote before. Um, It's called a personal growth quote and it's in calligraphy. So when you get this um, journal, she gives you a calligraphy pen, which I think is fantastic. And then you trace in calligraphy the amazing quote, the stay true to your voice that I um, trace today. My tracing of the calligraphy is definitely a day-by-day basis. I am totally getting better at it, but there could be still improvement. Today was not my day, though. (laughs) Then um, she has a section called Knock It Out. This is where you make your list for the day or like your checklist. So there's about nine lines you can write for. And then usually once I love checking things off or crossing things off my list. So if that is something you like to do that's the section for you. So I wrote, I'm going to journal. I'm going to grade. I teach from 830 to two. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to record episode three. I'm going to post on my Instagram and I'm also going to read 10 pages of my book. So I'm going to be checking those things off. She has a section called get moving. So in this little section, you write down what's your physical activity for the day. You should usually move your body for about 30 to 40 minutes a day. So I put that I went to the gym for 30 to 40 minutes, which I did. I did a full body workout today. Um, I usually record podcasts after I work out because I feel so good. I got those endorphins flowing after I work out to talk to y'all. And then she has a section too, where you write what you're going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So this morning I had a smoothie and then I had a tuna sandwich and I think I'm having pot stickers for dinner, but I wrote that down in my journal. And she also has a part um, where you record how much water you drank. So it's a very nice journal 
to keep track of yourself, right? Self-accountability. So the Doing Well Daily Journal is not really um, journal prompts like affirmations or anything like that. It is more of a planner to kind of keep yourself accountable for your goals for the day. Then she does have a section, though, if you wanted to do a couple of journal prompts, you definitely could. There's a page called Notes, and I usually write down any other things I want to get done for the day. And then she also has a section called Keep Going, which could be even more of a list to see maybe you want to do something tomorrow. I use the Keep Going section to give myself another little boost in uh, morale. So I also put here, Keep Trying, because if you ain't trying, you're crying. So um, I definitely do enjoy the Doing Well Daily Planner. It's very simple. If you like simplicity, if you don't really want a planner or journal with affirmations, you more want a planner slash journal to kind of keep track of yourself. So you have your gratitude, you have your words to live by, you have your nice quote, and then you have your knock it out list, your get moving, what are you eating today? That's the vibe of the Doing Well Daily. And it's so, I love the color. It's a beautiful lilac. Purple is my favorite color. Um, it also comes in yellow. If you guys follow um, Danielle Carolyn, also love her as an influencer. I listen to her Gals on the Go podcast. Highly recommend. Um, she also made um, a Doing Well Daily Journal with Sydney, and it's more geared towards um, college students. So if you're more into that, you can look at the Danielle Carolyn Doing Well Daily Journal. So again, Love this find. Um, I started using this journal at the start of the year. And also Sydney's super nice. Um, I usually tag her when I post on my Instagram stories um, saying, hey, at Doing Well Daily, I have my gratitude for today. And she'll respond to me and she says, you know, she loves that my, my calligraphy and she enjoys seeing my post. So she will interact with you too. It's a very small business. And um, not very small business. It is a small business that is a very good business. And I love that she actually interacts with the people who use her products. So again, um, I'm going to link that website for her Doing Well Daily Journal in the show notes. And her Instagram is at Doing Well Daily if you are interested. Now, if you need true self-accountability, you need to get the... Rachel Hollis, Start Today, Priority Planner. I mentioned that um, in my blog. So let me tell you about this planner. On the top, it says, girl, it's your year. And I got this in 2020, so <laughs> kind of wasn't. But I started off really strong. I started using this January and I made it all the way to March. And then, you know, the pandemic happened. So unfortunately, I didn't get to use the rest of it. I might head back to it um, once I really get back to work because this definitely was a great planner and journal for when I was working um, in the building, in my school building. So here is the breakdown of the Start Today Priority Planner with Rachel Hollis. I'm going to put um, the Start Today Instagram in the show notes and the website for this priority planner in the show notes. You can also get all of Rachel Hollis's planners at Target. That is where she is at. So let's go over this planner. Definitely more intense. Very, very accountable. And that's what I, when I first bought it, I loved about it. It had literally quarterly reviews on yourself. So both the Doing Well Daily and the um, Start Today Priority Planner um, consist of 90 days. So... I'm going to open up her planner just to kind of give you a walkthrough of the start today. 
So it starts with a quick start guide. So it's actually really cool that it gives you a guide on how are you going to use this planner um, in your everyday life. And it asks you, why are you using um, this journal? What is your intention of using this journal? Do you want to use it for short-term or long-term goals? So it's literally a questionnaire, which is really cool. And when I first got this journal, I put, um, my intention for this planner is to reset my mindset and be more positive and confident. Um, this planner is dedicated to the pursuit of finding my happiness again. So that was my intention. Still my intention using the Doing Little Daily. And I'll definitely probably get back to um, the Start Today planner as well, because I think it's very useful. So after the questionnaire, it has a quarterly review. So it's like, hey, how are you doing with your first quarter? How do you feel? Um, do you want to change anything about yourself? Do you want to challenge yourself in any way? So on and so forth. And it kind of goes over, did you stay comfortable this quarter? Did you not grow out of your comfort zone? Did you lose traction with yourself, right? Did you kind of get distracted from your goals? Again, very self-accountable. Then you have a week at a glance, which I love that you can plan for the week ahead. So it'd be like, what are the big deals in the upcoming week? What's your morning routine? What are your weekly results? So are you going to be going to the gym? Are you going to meal prep? Are you going to complete any work assignments that you need to do? And she also has a section called five to strive. So it's five hours a day that you are going to commit to yourself. So again, this is a heavy self-accountable um, journal slash planner, which again, me, Enneagram 6, I love structure and routine. So I like these kind of things. And then also I love this one part where it's this week's theme song. So every week when you do the week at a glance, you get to um, create a theme song for that week. Now we're going to go to the daily priorities. So she has the five to thrive checklist. So did you wake up an hour early? Did you work out for 30 minutes? Did you drink your half your body weight in water? Did you practice daily gratitude? Did you give up one category of food, right? Um, and then she also has on her page, kind of similar to the doing well daily, um, the empowering belief. So what do you want your empowering belief to be? Do you want to be in control? Do you want to be calm? Do you want to grow outside your comfort zone? And then she has, what are your big tasks for the day? I always had like plan lessons, grade tasks was always my big um, task for the day. And then it's also really cool that she has, what's one thing that you were proud of yourself that you did today? Um, what can you anticipate that's going to throw you off track? And then she has you plan out your day li literally by the hour. So she has you write um, a few things you're grateful for. And then from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., she has you plan out your day. So that's usually what the um, daily priorities kind of looks like, where you have your checklist of your five to thrive, your empowering belief, your important tasks, um, and then your daily you know, or hourly kind of um self-accountability. So with the Girl to Your Year um, Start Today Priority Planner, that is definitely, if you are high on the grind, you want to make sure that you are hitting all of the goals that you want. If you really like self-accountability with a weekly review and a quarterly review and a daily review, that is all about you. If you are type A personality, that is the planner slash journal for you. If you more like a little bit of simplicity and more just kind of laid back, that is definitely the Doing Well Daily Journal for 
you. Now for my teacher listeners out there, I'm sure you already have this planner. So it is the happy planner. I love, love, love this planner for a teacher. I'll also put the website in the show notes for this. Um, This happy planner has a breakdown of all the months. And then it's like, what are you going to teach this month? Um, Student birthdays, what are your units? It kind of really breaks down everything. And then per week, I love how it gives you a huge space to write down all of your plans. Are you going to email, you know, parent or guardians? Is there an assembly? You have so much area to plan out your day. And so in the happy planner. I also love all the designs of the happy planner. And I I also love that it has the tabs for the month. So if you just want to go back to like September, you can just really go back to it very easily. And again, at the start of every month, it has a calendar if you need to plan anything. And then week by week, it has these huge um, boxes for you to plan your lessons, plan calling home, plan assemblies, plan any groups that you need to do, so on and so forth. So for my teacher friends out there that are listening, the happy planner, my favorite teacher planner ever. I'm sure you guys even already have this. You guys know what's up. Now, last but not least, I also have my own little journal to express all my feelings and my gratitude and manifestations. So on my TikTok at the Growth Mindset Gal, hey, follow me. I made a TikTok about how I journal. So um, when I first started free write journaling without any really prompts, I would really just write a summary of the week, um, what things made me happy, what things really upset me, um, what I want to improve um, for myself and my next week intentions. So I kind of over time wanted to give a little bit more structure and give myself um, more prompts. So here's what I do in just a regular notebook that I got from Target. (laughs) It's cute. It's pink with like gray flowers. And I call it the rising pages challenge. So I kind of took the um, idea from Julianne Huff. She calls it the morning pages challenge, but I call it the rising pages challenge because when I write my journal, I rise within my mindset. I rise within my self-esteem. I rise within my mindfulness. And it kind of really helps me gravitate towards what do I really want? What is my soul truly saying to me? What do I need to improve on? Where can I go from here? And I can connect with myself. So the three segments that I use are, number one, first prompt that I use on my own is release the emotion. So I give myself about like, you know, five to 10 minutes and just write like a paragraph of any emotion that I'm feeling while I'm writing this journal. Am I really happy about something? Am I really anxious about something? Am I sad? Am I angry? Am I frustrated? Am I excited about something? Just write it out. Release any emotion that you are feeling. Then number two, The second prompt is gratitude attitude. So I write three to five things that I'm grateful for that week. And what I usually write that I'm grateful for, you know, you know, the typical is like, I'm grateful for my health and my family, my friends and my job, which are all wonderful things to be grateful for. Don't get me wrong. But my therapist actually said when I'm writing things that I'm grateful for, I really should write about the small, tiny things, not the big picture, the very small, tiny daily things that get me through 
um, my day. So I usually write about, I love, I'm grateful for the morning, the quiet mornings, my coffee, the podcast that I'm listening to. Um, I write down that I'm grateful for um, journaling or my ability to work out, or I'm grateful for my special relationships that I have in my inner circle. I could be grateful for the sun shining, the nice weather, um, the beautiful breeze, or the I'm grateful for where I live, those sort of things. Finding the tiny, tiny things that get you through the day. That is gratitude attitude. And then the last step that I do um, for myself in my regular notebook is I manifest my goals. Super important, you guys. Law of attraction. I'm sure you guys have heard about this all over social media. Law of attraction. Manifesting your goals. If you say it out into the universe, you will receive it. Okay? This is true. This will happen. So what law of attraction means is whatever you project out into the world, you are going to attract. So let's say, you know, you're always saying, oh, men are terrible. I only attract terrible men or a terrible partner in general, so on and so forth. Well, you're saying that. You're putting that out into the universe. So that's going to come back to you. Or if you say, oh, I hate my job. I hate this office. I wish I had a better paying job. I wish I had more money. Yeah, you're going to be stuck in a job that you hate and you wish you had you know made more money. You're going to see that. You're going to feel that. Or if you are like, oh, like I really need to work out more. I hate my body. I hate the way I look. I, you know, wish I was skinnier, whatever you feel, yeah, then your body's going to feel that way. You're not going to feel good about yourself. But if you say to the universe, okay, I love being single. I can enjoy my life. And when I am ready for a partner, an amazing partner is going to show up for me. Wow. See how we shifted that? Then if you're at a job that you maybe not necessarily like, I am grateful for the income it provides for my family or for yourself. You're grateful that you are employed. You're grateful that you have a place to work, that you can get healthcare benefits, that you can get a retirement fund. And you can even say, this is a great job for right now, but I don't need to stay here. And maybe I can manifest a goal to find another job. If you are not happy with the way your body looks, Focus on what your body can do. What is your body able to do rather than what it looks like? That's called body neutrality. I'm going to be talking about in another podcast. But that's it. Be grateful for you have the ability to go to the gym. You have the ability to exercise and run. Some people don't have that ability, but you might. And so focus on what your body is capable of and and is able to do rather than what it looks like. So the last part of my journal, I manifest my goals. So I write, you know, I will or I am. Most likely right that I am. So I say I am a great teacher. I am a teacher who um, has tenure. I am um, a podcast host. I am uh, a social media, I would say influencer. I help people with my blogs. I will help people with my podcast. I will create a wonderful community where people feel connected. I am a great daughter. I am a great girlfriend. I am a great friend. You know, manifest how you feel about yourself, manifest the goal you want to have. Say, I will be um, less self-conscious of my body. I will 
branch out of my comfort zone and start that small business, start that podcast, start that blog, start that YouTube channel, manifest it law of attraction. You also, when you manifest, I don't know about you guys, but when I write down my manifestations for the week as my part three, I am like, sorry, I'm going to drink my water. I feel so much better and so motivated after I write my manifestations. Manifestations can be goals, but it could also be words of affirmation right? Saying, I am beautiful. I am kind. I am strong. I am helpful. I am important. I have value. Talk nice to yourself. Then yourself will feel nice, warm, and fuzzy inside. Journaling has helped and saved my mindset. Journaling can help and save your mindset as well. If you feel like you can't talk to anyone about any issues you're feeling, talk to yourself in a journal. I learned to be more vulnerable with people because I was more vulnerable with myself in a journal. Just write to yourself. You don't have to do the, dear diary, today this You don't have to do that. Write about what you feel. Write about what you want to do in the next five years. Write about how your inner circle makes you feel or what changes you need to make in your life. Your journal is your self-reflection. A journal is like a mirror. That's what it is. When you journal, you get to connect with yourself. You can connect with your soul. You can connect with your inner child and find out what is making you either upset or what makes you really happy that you want to keep doing. What are you grateful for in your life right now? And how can your life get even better if you do certain aspects or you create something new? right? In your journal, write down your creations. What do you want to do? What do you want to create? That's your space. And it will help you reshape your mindset. Release that emotion, gratitude, attitude, and manifest your goals. Journaling helped me create a growth mindset because while I was journaling, I was able to reflect on myself, see what I did well in a situation, and then see what I need to improve on for the next time. It helped me grow out of my comfort zone because if I wrote down an idea, it becomes real. I'm gonna say that one more time for you guys. When you write down an idea, it becomes real. If it's up in your head, it might not happen. But if you speak an idea or if you write down an idea, that's when it becomes real. Then it's up to you, once it's real, to do something about it, right? Just because it's real doesn't mean it's going to get done. But the fact that you say it out loud or the fact that you write it down, that idea, that feeling, whatever you say or write down becomes real and that you can do something about it. Journaling was my first step to therapy. I would write in my journal, maybe I should go see someone. Maybe I should talk to someone about my anxiety. It's becoming too overwhelming. I became very honest with myself in that journal. And that's what journals can do for you. And trust me, I you know named a few um, journals and planners that like help me. But if you look all over Instagram, there's plenty of journals and planners out there that could be for you. Or if you don't need sentence starters, you can just... Do what I do and do the release your emotion, gratitude, attitude, and then manifest your goals. Or you can just go off the handle and just write down whatever you want. Have no structure. Maybe set a timer for 10 minutes and just write for 10 minutes and see what comes out of you. 
Remember in school, you guys, um, the teachers would have you do like a quick write. Sometimes it'd be like, all right, I'm going to have you guys write for five minutes and see what comes out of you. That could be something too. That's why they teachers would do it. I'm telling you, journaling will help you regain focus of your mindset. You can journal in the morning if you're a morning person. Or you can also journal at night, right? If you're more of a night owl, journal at night and have a nice reflection for yourself and then set intentions for the next day. But set time for it. Set a space for it. Create it as a habit. Journal for a month. See what happens, right? It takes, what, 28 to 29, 30 days to create a new habit? Journal for a month. See what happens. But there's a reason why throughout history, people kept journals. There's a reason that people did that. Because even think back when, you know, 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, people couldn't, people could not be honest in society of how they felt back in the colonies, right? So they were journaling, right? To connect with themselves and express themselves because they couldn't say anything in public yet. Try it. Give it a shot. If you have any questions about journaling or anything like that, you can message me on um, Instagram at the Growth Mindset Gal, um, and I will gladly help you. But there are so many other resources to help you. But I'm letting you know, journaling opened up a side of me that I didn't even know existed, and it can do the same thing for you. You have so much value, but you need to believe that. And you can believe that if you journal to yourself. You have so much to offer to this world. You have so many ideas in that cranium of yours, but they're not going to go anywhere unless you say them or maybe you write them down somewhere, right? Then they become real. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, all the planners that I mentioned, um, all the websites for that and the Instagrams for that are going to be in the show notes. This podcast is um, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other platforms. Please, please, please make sure to go on to Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed this episode and give it a rating and leave a review. I would appreciate it so much. And if you want to connect with me, again, my socials are... TikTok at the Growth Mindset Gal, Instagram at the Growth Mindset Gal, and Twitter is just the Mindset Gal. Please connect with me, share your insights, share your opinions um, on this podcast. Let me know other topics that you want to hear about on here as well. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, mindful Monday. Bye, guys.